Blog Talk Radio. to LiveDeliverance.com, your own blog, talkradio.com. My name is Pastor Steve Lee, and I'll be your host for the next hour or so. Now, if you're listening to us via the simulcast during the hours of 9 p.m. and 11 o'clock p.m. Uh, here on Monday evenings, we're so glad to have you. But if you're listening to us on any other social media platforms or any other times of the week, please contact us here at LiveDeliverance.com and give us the times, dates, locations, or platforms that you're listening to us on. Although we would love to proliferate the airways, we must do it legally, ethically, and in righteousness. If you hear any of our content through any other means, it is the result of Internet piracy and copyright infringement. And all of those who participate in any Internet piracy can be prosecuted by federal agents. Now I would like to go ahead and and make some uh, announcements. Um, I know I'm going to date the uh, the broadcast, but I want to give honor to whom honor is due. Uh, my pastor for years, uh, Pastor Wayne C. Thompson of the Fellowship of Faith Church in East Point, Georgia, uh, went home to be with the Lord uh, last week, and I, I just want to uh, uh, give him uh, the honor that's due him. That, that's the only thing I know to do. Because if it wasn't for Pastor Wayne Thompson, I wouldn't be uh, where I am in the Lord. Uh, Apostle Emmett would not be where he is in the Lord. This radio station probably would have never happened if Pastor Wayne Thompson had not uh, found us and dealt with us uh, emphatically. I mean, uh, casting out demons and every other thing that was uh, trapped in our bodies, in our spirit, in our soul. And he began to teach us just how to be men of God, uh, men of God that, that functions in integrity. So I just want to say uh, praise God for Pastor Wayne C. Thompson and uh, the Ministry of Fellowship of Faith Church. 
Um, and, and honest for that, uh, Apostle is going to uh, play his ministries uh, on the um, on the air uh, this week. He's going to just give a a, a bulk of time so that you can hear uh, the teachings of Pastor Wayne C. Thompson and how we got our teeth cut. Uh, that's just something that we should do as an honor uh, to him. So, um, you know, just pray for the family and for all of the things that, that are needed to be done uh, here as we celebrate the life and the ministry of uh, Pastor Wayne C. Thompson through the Fellowship of Faith Church International. Amen. Now, having said that, we can go ahead and, and, and get to the, the ministry for today. So go ahead and get a pen and some paper, and if you have any questions or comments about the ministry tonight, when we get to the end of the broadcast, we'll give you an opportunity to ask those questions or make those comments. But just join your heart with me in a word of prayer as we sanctify our time together. Father, I ask you to speak to me so that I can hear. Awaken me the mind of Christ. Open my eyes that I might behold wondrous things out of your words. Breathe on me so that I can speak. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Flow through me and cause me to move by your spirit. Let healing and deliverance break forth in this place and this time because of your spirit, your word, and your love. Live big in me. I now decrease so that you can increase. Holy Spirit, glorify Jesus in my life as I now share the living word, the bread of life. Jesus, reveal to us the Father and draw us into his presence where there is fullness of joy. Heavenly Father, quiet our hearts and minds as we allow the peace of God to rule in our lives. Cause us to grow in the grace that has appeared unto all men as you teach us how we should live in this present world. May we now awake to righteousness and slumber no more by walking in the spirit and in the fullness of his grace. As we sojourn in the land of promise, going from faith to faith and from glory to glory, for you made us more than conquerors in this life through Christ Jesus. So speak to our spirits and birth victory in our hearts and in our minds. In Jesus' name, I pray. Well, beloved, uh, we want to uh, start a, a, a new a series, um, and that is the one where we're going to deal with what's covered. You know, that, that's what I want to, to get to today. It's covered. You know, the plan of God is complete. It's missing nothing. The thing we want to remember is that our part is to simply find the proper timing. In Ecclesiastes uh, chapter 3, verse 1, it says, To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. Once God has planned a thing, it's settled. We don't have to be concerned. Because the devil can't stop it. People can't stop it. It's settled. When we hold on to the promise, then the desired result has been settled. The question becomes, what are we doing with our mouth? You know, sometimes we get crosswise of the plan of God, uh, you know, through fear, worry, frustration, and pride. And that's an interesting one when I when I heard pride because it's not just uh, pride to display, it is the, 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 the pride that comes with the fear of failure, the, the, the fear that we're going to look bad, that kind of pride. 
See, and then we'll go in and, and try to do it our way when the plan and the promise of God was already settled. See, that's something that we've got to, to really deal with. God wants you to enjoy good at his hand, by his word, through his spirit. He wants you to enjoy it. But if it's not a place where you're settled, then you're not going to spend the time enjoying it. You're going to be antsy, if you would. You're going to be uh, concerned. You're going to be moved about with winds of doctrine, conversations that that other people have and and you're listening to, and they say, well, you know, it didn't happen for so-and-so. Well, I appreciate you giving me that information, but I don't know what their relationship is with God. I know what mine is. The Bible tells us this. It says, hast thou faith? Have it to yourself before God. Other people cannot determine how you are going to enjoy the presence of God, the victory of God. See, they'll, they will inadvertently take you away from your place of safety, your place of security. They might not mean to, but they are accustomed to things happening the way they understand them. And if the Bible tells us in Proverbs chapter 4 that we should trust in the Lord with all of our heart and lean not to our own understanding, why do you think he wants us to lean to other people's understanding? I mean, that's just really whack, isn't it? You know, just be settled that that the promise of God to you is going to be uh, able to be executed. That's what Abraham had to come to the place where he was fully persuaded that what God had promised, he was also able to perform. See, we, we can't uh, look at it or judge it by what someone else has been able to enjoy and or endure, okay? Because we don't stand where they're, where they're standing. We don't walk where they're walking, okay? We, we all have a, a, a common uh, a, a common unity of, of the faith of God because he said he has given to every man the measure of faith. Let's listen to that again. He said he has given to every man the measure of faith. So then my faith is for the promises that I have revelation in. It's for the promise that concerns my life. So I, I can't make someone else walk in uh, the path of God that he's prepared for them according to me. I'm not even trying to get you to to do what I say. I'm not that important. I have realized that. What I'm going to do is to give you the word of God so that you can walk with God in your own pace. And I want you to know that your pace is acceptable. You don't have to try to get there uh, at the same rate of speed that anybody else has. Hast thou faith? Have it to yourself before God, I don't even have to display the faith that God has given me to you. <clears throat> How about that? See, I don't have to make you, uh, get you to approve of what God has, has given me promise to. See, I, when we do that, we take ourselves out of faith. They that compare themselves among themselves or by themselves, the Bible says that's not wise. See, he, he wants us to, to be settled in the promise that he's given to us. 
I will tell you this, that the promise that you're walking in, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the promise that you're walking in is more than enough because he's El Shaddai, the God that's more than enough. He, he doesn't want you to walk in lack and in fear and frustration. But in order to enjoy the things that he's promised, you're going to have to stay in fellowship with him. Jesus didn't try to uh, uh, make everybody do what he was doing. He would ask them, did they know they could do it? But he walked before the Lord himself. See? And then he would give us understanding that it's not just, look at Mark 11. Come on, come on. Just look at Mark 11. I'm going to try to get back to my, 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 my scriptures here. But look at uh, Mark 11. Okay? And let's just see what God said. This is the thing that, that, that is necessary for us as saints of God to do. All right? Mark eleven twenty two. Like to me, this is like foundation scripture for me. I, I, I go back here, and then I'm able to uh, know my path, know my direction, know my timing. Okay? Because I have a purpose from God, but there's a, a time and a purpose for, a time and a season for that purpose. All right? Again, Ecclesiastes 3.1 says to everything there is first a season and a time. And that is for every purpose under heaven. That's good because that's where I live right now. I live under heaven. Oh, I know I'm going to be called up to be uh, uh, in the clouds, being with him, seated together with him in heavenly places. But right now, I'm, I'm living my life as a dual citizen, okay? I'm living my life by the promise he made me because once a word is spoken, that word will not return to God void. It will function in the earth and in heaven at the same time with the same equal power. That's the thing I guess maybe we don't get because Jesus told us to pray this way. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And I went to the in earth uh, rendering of that because the, the, the in earth means it's in my body, in my life, not just on earth. I appreciate that, that version of in, in Matthew. I appreciate that. But Luke said in earth. See, it's so personal. Okay, on earth sometimes might not be personal. It could be a gathering of, but in earth, that's me personally. And he said that his will should be done in me, in my heart, in my mind, in my soul, in earth, because we have this treasure in earthen vessels. See, so I I, I need to know that the, the same power that's being Executed in heaven is being is needing to be executed in me. I mean, y'all, it is just some amazing things that I think about. That the um, the the, the um, before God, there are the angelic beings that all they do all day long is they look up, they get a glimpse of God, 
and they say, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. And then they bow back down. Wow. They don't stop to eat. They don't need no water. They ain't got to go to the bathroom. They just look up, get a glimpse of God, get a glimpse of the glory that they are in. I'm, I'm going to talk about that today. I hope to get there. They, 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 they just look up and experience the glory that they are in. They are in the very presence of God, that glory. And they see it, and they just fall back down on their face, and they cry, glory, 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 Lord God Almighty. That's all they do every day, all day. So the sustenance that they need for their existence comes simply out of the presence of God. Wow. That's what he's wanting for us, okay? He wants us to live in that, function in that glory. And that's what we're talking about today. To, to, to open up our, our understanding of that glory, okay? Because that's what he's expecting to happen uh, through his word. He says, and the whole earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God the same way the waters cover the Same thing again. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The same thing, equal to. And he wants the glory to be displayed the same way. On is going to be filled. The whole earth is going to be filled with that glory the same way the waters cover the sea. I don't know when you've ever thought about it. Can you split the water from the sea? Can you take the water out of the sea? It is connected to it perpetually forever. And he wants the glory to be covering the whole, the knowledge of the glory of God to cover the whole earth the same way the waters cover the sea. I believe that that means we're going to have to really do some serious investigation, understanding, and comprehension of that glory. Because everywhere that we step, we have the ability to release that glory in the earth, okay? We have the ability to release the knowledge of that glory in the earth. I don't want to just, you know, misquote a scripture, see? Because then people get kind of puffed up, and they'll say, hey, I'm stepping here, and glory is here. I got that. I'm not going to deny that. But what God said is going to fill the earth is the knowledge of the glory. That's why he told us to go and, and, and make disciples preach to every creature. Why? So that we can tell them about this glory that he's invited us in, that, that he made us able to be partakers of. Wow. See? That's the purpose. And he says that purpose is never going to change. That's the eternal purpose that he purposed in Christ Jesus. There is a season for that purpose. There is a time for that purpose. And so what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to wake us up so that we will know that now is the time that we would arise and shine. Why? Because the glory of the Lord has risen upon us. See? That, that, that means that, that we should walk in the season that we're in a little bit different. See, we, we, we should not be uh, um, walking in, 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 in this life with frustration. You are called to that, beloved. You were called to peace. 
See, you, you weren't called to frustration. You, you were called to peace. You were purposed for victory. Amen. See, and as you know that you are purposed for victory, then you will be able to declare and decree a thing, and it will be established unto you. Why? Because the glory mm-hmm, is you have this treasure, this glory in earthen vessels. And he gave you the earthen vessel so that your mouth can be utilized to release that glory. Oh, I hope you're hearing me, beloved. You you can turn things around because you are appointed to glory. Let's look at this. In Psalms, uh, first, let me finish this. Let me go, let me finish, uh, um, let me finish uh, Mark chapter 11. Because he's given to every man. That was the point that I was making. It, it, we, we, okay, thank you, sir. We can't share faith. You cannot share faith. You can help faith, okay? Because Paul says, I, I am a helper of your faith, see? But you can't share it, okay? You, once you decide that you're going to uh, release it and give someone the strength that, that, that God has imparted into your life through a promise, through a word, then you're not sharing faith. You're helping their faith. You're, you're giving them a better platform of understanding. But they're going to have to stand there on their own. And that's probably the challenge that we have in life, that, that, that we kind of think that we've got to get somebody else to help us, uh, uh, to, to, to share with us in the, the walk of faith. And, and that's not what he said. To help you to expand your understanding, yeah, we can do that. Again, hostile faith, have it to yourself before God. See? Some of the things that, that God revealed to you, other people might not never think about them. Amen. Peter was the only one that got to walk on the water because his faith was the only one that went that far. Peter just said as a bold statement, Lord, if it's you, bid me to come to you on the water. Well, Jesus couldn't deny him because it was him. And so Jesus just said one word, and that same word was available for everybody in the boat. He just said, come. You have a revelation that it's me. I will confirm that it's me. Now the word that gives you the ability to do what you couldn't do before, come. That was all he said to Peter. And Peter got out of the boat, and he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Glory to God. See? It was one person that did it because the one person's faith requested it, opened up the understanding that he could do that. Oh, he didn't He didn't last long. We know that because he started looking at other things. He got he got away from the word that caused him to, to get out of the boat. Come on, Lord. He got away from the word that caused him to get out of the boat. The faith that it took for him to get out of the boat, that was enough faith to sustain him. Because as he began to sink, Jesus said this, wherefore did you doubt? You had a word, Peter. And that word that got you out of the boat, that word that caused you to, to, to draw nigh unto him, 
okay? That word that made you say you're going to go and do what he said you was going to do, that word was enough to sustain you. But you, we look at other things. We consider other things. People, whose report will you believe? I just choose to believe the report of the Lord. I'm not going to allow another man's failure to become my faith. Come on now. That's about the best way I know how to say it. I'm not going to allow another man's failure to become my faith. I'm going to allow Jesus' victory to become my faith. Follow me as I follow Christ. See? That's, that's what we need to do. See, every, every promise that, that, that you would like to uh, function in, it's up to you to let it be real in your life. See, you don't need no, you don't need a shared faith thinking. Okay? Again, you can help their faith. If any two agree on earth is touching anything, it will be done on my father. Got no problem with that. I, you need to have people that agree with you. But as you're walking it out, okay, there we go. The agreement causes the thing to be settled. He said, the two that are, that thing shall be done, settled. Now, walking it out, uh-huh, that's something quite different. You, you, you can't, people can't share your steps. They can give praise for your steps. They can receive, uh, 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 they can receive insight for your steps, from your steps, but it's not shared. Mm. Wow. Okay. Your, your, your steps that are ordained for you to walk in, you have to do that. Here's what it says in, in Mark chapter 11, verse 22. And Jesus answered unto them, answering, saith unto them, have faith in God. For verily I say unto you that whosoever, he didn't say that themsoever, did he? He said that whosoever. It's individual, isn't it? That whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that that's those things which he saith. You know, I, 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 I said that, and I kind of saw the word group think in my spirit. And so a lot of times here, we're going to the group think a way of doing things. And God is not trying to get group think. He is getting an agreement. Got that. Okay? I, and we're going to all be captured together. Got that. But it was not because of group think. It was individual people that connected to God, and then God does the gathering, not me. Okay, that's true. See, if you, if you will walk out the word, then you can walk with people. I got that, but it's going to be step by step on an individual basis. Amen. It does say that we will all come to the unity of the faith, okay? Notice what that was. It says that what's going to happen is all of the people that are in the kingdom are going to come to the same place of understanding. We will all come to the unity of the faith, okay? But I can't make you walk in my faith. I shouldn't even expect you to walk in my faith again. Hast thou faith? Have it to yourself before God. 
See, I think that some of the things that have happened to the body of Christ is we've got connected to the group think uh, way of, of, of getting things done. The, 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 the multiplied power is there. One can set a thousand and two can set 10,000 to flight. I got that. That's true. That's collective power. That's not collective steps. Okay, I'm trying to, to, to give us the, the understanding of that. Because some things we look at and we say, well, they didn't do it, okay? They don't have to for you to enjoy the victory. Amen. See, groupthink messes the whole thing up. Groupthink takes me out of faith and puts me in judgment. See? But if I just go ahead and say, okay, good, what I will do is the steps that are ordained for me, I will walk in them. And then people will see me walking by faith. They would see me standing in faith and in grace. And then as they see that, they will know they're invited to the same thing. Because this is not a, a one man's promise. Enoch's promise was for Enoch. But there will not be any one man um, uh, raptures. There's not, it's not going to happen. The next one, we go together. God's waiting until all of his enemies be made his footstool. So that means that my personal steps are going to have to put the enemies that God has revealed to me that I have authority over, he's going to let that be individual. See? My testimony is collective. Got that. See, they overcame by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. I get that. Testimonies are a collective position. But my walk of faith is individual. The reason why it's individual is because no one can stop it. See, if I purpose to do what God has called me to do, it can't be stopped. Other people can join in the rejoicing, in the praise, but they can't take that step for me. But we've always said, well, I'll, I'll wait on pastor to do it. See, groupthink has messed us up. We, we need to collectively see the process for everybody to do it. Because, just invite them in. See? But when we, the way we have lived is when we didn't see nobody else do it, we didn't think we could do it either. Again, Peter walked by himself. He didn't wait for everybody else. He went and said, Lord, if it's you, bid me come. He probably could have said, did us come. Jesus could have uh, lifted them up out of the doggone boat and put them all on the water. But he was showing us again the, 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 the individuality of the collective, the individuality of the body of Christ. Okay? There is one body, but it said there are many Members And the challenge that's before us is that we haven't got the members to do their part individually. They're waiting on others to do it. I mean, you can kind of see how that would be a, 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 a plan for failure. Okay? He said, have faith in God, for I, verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and have, shall not die in his heart, but believe that those things that he saith, shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, 
He didn't say, I say unto y'all. He was speaking collective. Amen. Got that. But it has to be an individual uh, execution. Okay? That's not a, a, a pride thing. Again, it's an invitation. Because God is no respecter of person. Okay? I, I don't want you to, to, to get that confused. See? And think that that I'm trying to say that 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 uh, um, the only way that we can do it is if we all do it together. Yes, that's well I'll say this. That's the way that we've been trained and then we watch if no one else does it, it might be rare that anybody does it. Is that not true? See? Because there are times trash in the street don't pick it up. And so we wait on somebody else to pick up the trash. Yeah, that, that's the way we were trained. I get that. But see, your faith is an individual uh, execution that's going to be done collectively. Okay? Okay, I'm just, just, just trying to – fellowship is, is, is collective, individual. You must have your own testimony. The devil doesn't bother groups. He bothers individuals. And then individuals, see, look at it. That, I can see that as a satanic plan. The devil bothers individuals, and then individuals collect. And then they will become stronger in the collection, even if they're doing nothing. I, I've known of some churches, bless the Lord, that has a lot of members, but they're not moving anywhere. They're not getting anything done for the kingdom. Because one is waiting on another, or one is judging another. Yeah, see. So yes, the body is uh, uh, is, is still available, but if you're not doing your part, then the body suffers. Well, that's what it says. The body is going to be uh, given increase by that which every joint supplies. So if I'm not doing my part, causing victory to be seen in my life, then that joint did not supply, did it? Amen. I mean, it's just a, a, a different view. And Amen. I, you know, I, I'm just saying what he's telling me. Okay? Because it might be time for us to, to, get, off, to get off our butts. Because we're talking in conversation. But God. But they. See, get off our butts and do our part, and then people will see, okay, come on, come on, come on. If you do your part, the Bible says, Jesus said, that men will see your good works, and it will change their conversation. They will glorify God. See? But as we look around, we see a lot of people that are waiting on other people to do what's necessary in their life. Therefore, I say unto you, Whosoever, whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and, and has not no doubt in his house, but believes that those things that he says will come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray. Notice, he didn't say, he didn't just say, whatsoever things you want to see done collectively, you will have done collectively. I am not taking away from the power of agreement. Well, let me do it this way. The power of agreement can only work 
to the equality of the agreement of the two. Is that not correct? If the two are not agreed, we don't have agreement, do we? We can have a gathering, but we might not have agreement. We, we, we might not have the same uh, thought. The, the Bible tells us that, that we should have one mind, be of one mind, one spirit. See? But if I'm thinking that I'm inferior, I'm the only one that knows that. And that part of the body cannot edify itself. It's not going to garner any increase. Unfortunately, some kind of thinking is, I'm waiting on somebody else to do it for me. You remember the um, the um, the uh, the pool of Bethesda? Uh, Jesus came to to change the thinking of I need somebody to help me. He effectively changed the thinking of I need somebody to help me. All the man needed was a word from God. Amen. Amen. He said, you, you want to be healed? Pick up your bed. Walk. He said, well, I, I, I can't get to the, to the place where the blessing is. I, I, I need somebody to help me. Jesus did away with that thinking. Amen. Okay. He's trying to get the body of Christ to understand the power that he instilled in each one of us. Okay. See, when we understand that power, we'll do things like Peter did after he understood. Jesus prayed for him that his faith would fail not. He says, when you converted, strengthen the brethren. And Peter then went out doing things that were different. Peter was walking down the street, going to get some bread. Peter was not going to a healing meeting. He was not going to the tabernacle so that we can cause healing to be dispersed. Peter was simply walking down the street. And the Bible says that the people that were in his shadow got healed. Not one of them, all of them. Why? Because he understood that his faith needs to be released. So what are we doing? Because God's no respect to a person. So where is the, the power of God that follows us walking down the street, causing deliverance? Glory to God. See, the, the, Peter came to the revelation that, okay, I'm going to do this because this is what Jesus told me. Now, come on, y'all. I, I'm, I'm, I'm digging into this from multiple uh, positions. He, he, he got this word. He, they were talking about who was going to be the one, the greatest. And, and, and he said, well, what, that, what you got to do with that? That ain't got nothing to do with you. If I will that he, that he tarries till I come back, what that got to do with you? Do what I told you. See? Again, the body has to individually wake up so that collectively we can go forth. But we have a lot of people that are waiting for the things to be done collectively and not doing their individual part. Hast thou faith? Have it unto yourself before God. God's looking at you, waiting on you. See? He gave you that kind of power. Whosoever, whosoever. He didn't say, and the collection of y'all. Again, I am not diminishing it. I'm trying to wake us up so that we can then walk rightly. 
See? We can walk as we ought to walk. We, we, he's been waiting for us to, to, to finish the job because we understand our individual roles collectively. I can't go without you. I know that. It's not going to be no Stevie Lee uh, rapture. It's got to go together. But if we don't have the heart and the understanding, we're not going to move, beloved. We're just going to stay in the place where we're waiting for a man to help us. See? I mean, if, if all scripture is for our admonition, then the, the, we should get something out of the man coming to the revelation that he did not have to wait on someone to help him. I mean, it's, it's, it's a redundant point. Remember in, in, in Acts chapter 3, he, uh, he was waiting to receive uh, um, uh, 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 blessings from people. He was, he was waiting. Peter and them was just walking to the temple, and the man was there every day. The people had to carry him there every day so he can receive alms of the people. And what did Peter say? He said, okay, well, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you. Silver and gold I don't have. But what I do have, I'm going to give to you. Such as I have. In the name of Jesus, get up and walk. He didn't say the man was accustomed to people carrying him. It was a, a routine that everybody would wake up that was in his sphere of influence. They'd wake up, they'd pick him up and take him down there uh, so that he can get some money. And then Peter said, okay, now, you know, we can stop this. Peter stopped it, okay? An individual stopped it. Because he was simply doing what Jesus told him to do. He was making disciples. He was teaching men to observe what Jesus said. Jesus said, heal the, that, this, these were Jesus' words. He set the, the, the 70 out and he said, heal the sick, raise the dead. He told all of them that, 70. But we read the account of the one, Peter. You see what I'm saying? We, we, we're going to have to kind of take this thing to the next level because God's waiting on us. He's needing us to, to, to do our part. He, he's wanting to reward faith because we diligently seek him. Okay, let me ask you a question. I don't know. You help me out. Do you think diligent seeking is going to be done by the corporate, or is diligent seeking going to be done by the individual? Because sometimes in the corporate, people will talk you out of diligently seeking. Amen. There was a, There are churches that still today that think that signs and wonders have passed away. Somebody in that congregation, in that collection of people, talked them out of diligently seeking. That was that fear, fear of failure. They're going to talk about us. What if it doesn't happen? Okay? And then we become uh, akin to that thought, connected to that thought, and don't get nothing done for the kingdom. Peter was on his way to the store. He didn't even take the time to pray. He just walked from one place to another, and the shadow 
as he walked by caused healing. You can read that in your Bible. Come on now. I didn't put it in there. But God wants that to be active in the earth. They will never have the knowledge of the glory of the Lord revealed to them if we ain't doing something. Amen. See? So we're going to have to awaken to the promises of God at another level. So therefore I say unto you, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe you receive them, and you shall have them. And then as you stand praying, forgive if you have all against any. See? He put conditions on it because he wants it. Mm-hmm. That's so good, Lord. Wow, wow, wow. Let's just go in here and dig this. I wasn't going here, but there it is. He says, and as you stand praying, forgive if you have all against any. That your Father, which is in heaven, can forgive you. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive you of your trespasses. He wants you to forgive so that the power of God can flow through you. Because if you don't forgive, the Father can't forgive you and the power can't flow. It wasn't just so that you could feel good about yourself. He's saying, when you're saying praying, you want this kind of power so that you can speak to a mountain and the mountain move? He said, well, you're going to have to do this by forgiving so the power can flow. I hope you made that connection. See? We, I, I have always thought that the reason that, that, that I should pray in the gift forgiveness is so that the prayer will be answered. Yes, that's the first step. But he's wanting the, the knowledge of the glory of the Lord to cover the whole earth as the waters cover the sea. And if you're still mad at somebody, every place you're going mad, there is no knowledge that can be released there, is it? There is no glory that can be released there. So forgive so that the power can flow. So that the power is not even controlled by you. It can just flow. Walking down the street. Going to get some bread. And revival can break out. Because healings are are just taking place. Arise, shine. Because the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Glory to God. Psalms 8, that's where I was trying to go. Pray for me. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm just kind of, I'm enamored by the power that God has put in us and is waiting on us to release that power so that people can be blessed. That you will make disciples when people see the power of God flowing, when they know that they didn't have an answer, but the, glory to God, but the answer came to them. Walking down the street. Hallelujah. Okay? That, that God is still Emmanuel, isn't it? It's God with us. But how many people are, are living life thinking that God is not even concerned about them? They haven't had a, 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 a word of God that was alive and active. So then they had no real reason in their thoughts to seek him. I'll just go over here and see if they can conjure up something. And so now you got people uh, connecting to uh, witchcraft and the occult because there was no answer from the body of Christ. There was no movement or action from the body of Christ. So they say, well, call this this psychic number. 
They are merchandising the people's hope. And we're supposed to be able to freely give. Amen. Psalms chapter 8 says, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth, who has set thy glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings thou hast ordained strength because of dying enemies. Why did he put this in our mouth? Because of his enemies. He didn't put this in our mouth. Come on, y'all, read the scripture with me. He didn't put it in our mouth because of our enemies. He put it in our mouth because of his enemies. Lack, pain, sickness, disease, debt. Those are the enemies of God. Sometimes we've even gotten comfortable with them, and now we've made them our enemies. And we spend time fighting those things as opposed to giving the heart of God the opportunity to live through us in a big way. I say greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. But the people that are in our sphere of influence don't see the release of the greater in the world. So they congregate together and dismiss the power of God, talk themselves out of the power of God, and just try to make things better uh, as we as we endure. Amen. How excellent is thy name in all the earth, who has set thy glory above the heavens. The reason he set the glory, thank you, sir. The reason he set the glory above the heavens is the devil is in the lower heaven. Okay? He's in the third heaven. We are, God is in the third heaven then the atmosphere here is a lower heaven. And he's the prince of the air, lower heaven. See? So he he had his glory above the heavens with an S. See? So that means, that shows you that the devil can't stop when I function from my position that he seated me in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He's made me to rule and to reign there. And because we are dual citizens, my uh, uh, authority there is also released in the earth. Come on, thy will be done in two places on earth, the way it's in this earth as it is in heaven. The same way, equal to. There is no poverty, pain, sickness, disease in heaven. And he wants that to be established here. Thy will be done here as it is done there. See? But we are going to have to do some things with our thinking, our understanding, and our mouth. Out of the mouth of babes and suckling, you have ordained strength because of your enemies, that you might steal the enemy and the avenger. When I consider the heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon, the stars, which thou hast ordained, mm, glory to God, glory to God. He says he considers things that God has already ordained. Beloved, there are steps preordained that you should walk in. Amen. They're not going to change. They're immutable promises given to you. See? 
But we've got to understand that, see that, then walk in that. That thou hast ordained. <laughs> what is man that thou art mindful of him? The son of man that thou visited him. For thou made him a little lower than the angels and hast crowned him with glory and honor. Well, what should we do with this glory and honor, God? Thou made him to have dominion over the works of thine hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet. See, we're talking about the glory that you have. He said you've been crowned with it. That means it goes on your head. It goes about those thoughts that you're contemplating. See, when you think heavenly thoughts, you bring heavenly actions to, to pass. Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. When you think heavenly thoughts, you bring heavenly things to pass. See? But if you're thinking from, from, from the natural position or from the, the, the position of all of the people that have convinced you that we cannot have that, that that dispensation is done away with, then there is no way his will can be done in the earth, you, as it is in heaven. See, he's crowned us with glory and honor. See, this is the plan of God. This is not changed. It's been that way from the very beginning. In, in the book of Genesis, it tells us again that you were crowned with this glory. That's why Adam didn't know he was naked, because he was consumed, completely engulfed by the glory of God. The man didn't even know he was naked. I'll go one further. He didn't even know that he needed a help me. God said that. Adam didn't request to help me. God said it's not good for him to be alone. He didn't say, Adam has asked me for a help me three times. He was so consumed in the, 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 the glory of God, he was completely unaware of any need. Again, you can see the evidence of that because when he sinned, God says, now you're going to have to live by the sweat of your brow, which means that before the sin had been, uh, uh, the sin had been conceived, then he was doing it another way. He was walking in so much victory, he didn't even have time to think about a need. That's why Jesus told us again, your father knows what things you have need of before you ask. Find how to live in this glory. And the thing that God wants to have happen happens because the glory answers the thing. It's the glory that is going to bring the difference. Jesus tasted death, the Bible says, Hebrews chapter 2 and 9. He said he tasted death by the glory of God. So then if, if, if death was answered by the glory do you not think every need that you would ever have will be answered by the glory? Hallelujah. But we don't know how to live in it. We don't understand what it was for. See? When you understand that he crowned you with this glory, 
and then not that wasn't enough. Come on, let's just look at it again. He crowned you with the glory and did what else? Gave you honor. Come on, y'all. Well, I'll even do it. I'll leave the scripture as it is. He said he crowned you with glory and honor. So glory and honor should be in your thoughts, both to God and through you. How can we think that we are so unworthy? He crowned you with glory and honor. See? Therefore, it will be nothing impossible for you to do because the honor that God gave you would cause you to understand he will not withhold any good thing from those that walk uprightly, those that walk in this honor. See? Wow. Wow. And he said, because of this honor and this glory, you are made to have dominion over the, all of the works of his hands. Hallelujah. I don't know. Help me out. Y'all help me out. He put all the works of his hands. That would be, uh, that would include trees, wouldn't it? Well, let me help you out. Just one of the things that just came up. He made trees, and money comes out of the trees. So he's given you authority and dominion over the trees or over the money. Amen. The man has come up with the process of getting the money out of the paper, which comes out of the trees. So that's just one thing. He starts you with the best. He starts you with the best, the things that are used for exchange. So then not only that, he's going to give you the ideas, the revelations of how to cause those things that he made to work for you. Amen. Those creative ideas that will then cause the money to flow. See? You, you, you don't have a lack in your life. What you have is the, 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 you have separated from the revelation that would cause you to win every time. He's given you, come on, read it with me again. He's made him to have, you got this glory and this honor so that you can have dominion over the works of his hands because he's put all things. Oh, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. Wow. Wow. Let me just ask you a question. He's given you dominion over all the works of his hand, and then he said you would put all things under his feet. And we're trying to go around in this life trying to get things to work because of where we go. He said all of the things should be under your feet. Did you catch that? If you start walking in your authority, walking in your promise, then everything that's necessary will be under your feet so that you can then handle whatever you need. Oh, please get the revelation. See, if you don't, okay, if you don't like what's happening, then I would submit to you that all you need to do is start walking in your rights, start walking in your authority, because he's put all things under your feet. But you keep standing in the place of frustration, and you ain't going nowhere. And he said, well, I've given you an answer. All I need for you to do is to move. Glory to God. That's what he told Joshua. 
He said, you will find success. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. For when you do that, you will make your way prosperous, and you will have good success. Why? Because I said you have authority over every place that the soles of your feet shall trod. Come on, y'all. But here we are, staying in the same mess all the time, not moving. If you don't activate, come on, come on, come on. If you don't activate your feet, you're going to have a hard time activating the promise. Amen. Because he's put all things under your feet. Walk in the promise. He will not withhold any good things from those that walk uprightly. Because wherever you walk, he's given that to you. You have authority over that. <laughs> well, I don't preach myself happy. Because I'm, I'm, I'm hearing that the challenge that God has for us is that we don't walk in the promise. We, we, we're, we're sitting. Do you know the blessed man, the Bible says in Psalms 1, is the blessed man is not the one that, that, that walks in the wrong way. He walks in the right authority. And the next time we see him, he, he's not blessed because he's standing in the, in the way of sinners. Okay, the blessed man is, is not standing. The blessed man is doing what? He's walking. The blessed man is not feeding in the seat of the scornful. The blessed man is going in his authority and walking over the places that God has already promised him. He's wherever the soles of his feet shall tread. That has God given unto the man. As I was with Moses, so shall I be with you. And one of the things Moses had to do, Moses had to walk. Come on, y'all. Glory to God. The transfer of your victory is depending upon your steps. Glory to God. He told Moses went to the promised land. Come on. He had to walk because the, the, the victory of your promise is going to be in your steps. You have preordained steps that you should walk in. Amen. I, I hope you are gleaning from this. See? Because we have settled. In, 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 well, this is the best it's going to get. The best it's going to get, confession comes, because you have a purpose to walk. Because if you don't like what's happening right now, he said in Psalms 8, the glory and the honor gives you dominion over all the works of his hand and gives you the ability to walk. Put everything under his feet. Amen. Amen. So I'm trying to, to get you motivated to say the right things, and to walk the right way. Because, again, he said he will not withhold anything from those that walk. If it's a good thing, step. Amen. Faith is the thing that we should move by. In him we live. In him we move. Wow, Lord. 
in him we have our being. Did you catch that? Please track it that with me. Psalm, Acts chapter 17, verse 29. It says, for in him we live, in him we move, and in him we have our being. Notice he says, okay, I want you to live here. But the way you live is to move. Wow. You can't have your being if you're going to be stationary. Because your being, because your being was to cover the whole earth. That's what he gave man from the beginning. He gave the man the earth. He told the man, be fruitful, multiply, replenish what? The earth. Subdue. Because you have the right to walk into your, come on, y'all, walk into your blessing. Glory to God. I mean, this is just making me just ecstatic. Because I'm seeing that God does not, he doesn't like stagnation. Did he not say that out of your bellies will flow rivers of living water? The first time we were introduced to God in Genesis chapter 1, it says, and the spirit of God moved upon the face of the deep. Amen. Okay. You, You walk it out through the promises. So that your steps that are ordained now will support the vision that God has given you. Hallelujah. Because the word, Peter really didn't walk on the water. He walked on the word. One word, come. So then there is a word that God is expecting you to walk on. To sojourn in the land of promise. Okay. It's covered. God's already got this thing taken care of. The challenge is that he can't get his people to come to the place where revelation can just spring out of their heart. Jesus builds upon the rock of revelation. Okay, wow, 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 wow. He said he builds upon that rock. If he's building, that means that there is new territory for you to explore. Be it higher or wider doesn't make a difference. When 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 Abraham well same thing when Abraham came to the place where he would function, God sent him out into something that was wider, bigger, grander. When he gave promise to to to, to Moses, with to Abraham even when he gave promise to to Abraham, he said, Abraham, I want you to look out every place you can see. I've given it to you. See, he needs for us to move. He needs for us to walk in the promised land. See? He wants us to go from glory to glory. He wants us to go from glory to glory. And every promise that he made is a glorious promise. That's his glorious word. So we walk from glory to glory. We walk from promise to promise. Amen. You know, I can appreciate that you've come to a place where you're settled, but I'm asking you to rise and shine because your light has come. The glory of the Lord has risen. See, we we need to get busy looking around as we see things now. There are places that we need to, there are promises we need to take to those places. And the best way we can take promise to those places is to walk in the word, walk in our authority. 
Amen. Okay? Yeah, you can sing your word. God, Jesus did that. I got no problem with that. I agree. Did you know that after the word was sent, there was also a report that came back from the word that was sent? Because the man went to the house. The, 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 um, the, 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 the centurion went to the house and asked the question, when was the servant healed? And they say, about this hour. And the servant knew that the word sent was the word that delivered. And then testimony came out of that word. So I have no problem with us sending the word. But after we send the word, even Jesus himself said, he sent the disciples into the place where he himself would come. Amen. So if he sent a word, that's what he did when he sent them. He told them to preach. Go into the people and say. So he sent the word by his servants. And then he verified the word because he said, I'm coming to the same place I sent you. Amen. Mark chapter 16 said that the word that we should speak, the, the promise that he has, that he sends the word. He said, and the Lord was working with them with signs following. See? So that he, he wants verification that you are no longer in the mully grubs. And the only way you're going to get out of the mully grubs is that you're going to have to walk in faith. Go and expand the horizons that God has given. I said horizons with an S. Glory to God. That was the promise. Every place that you see, everything in front of you, I've already given it to you. He kept saying that to his, to his servants. See, he was telling them, don't just stay here. Don't just enjoy here. Go into all the world. Teach them to see. Come on, y'all. Teach them to observe everything that I told you. What did I tell you? I told you to go. Teach them to go. Make disciples of them. See? And it says, lo, I'll be with you in all of those places that you go, even to the end of, the, of this age. See? We're supposed to be found doing. That's what he said. He says, blessed is the one when his master comes, finds him doing. Not finds him sitting, not finds him complaining, not find him just waiting and doing nothing, but finds him doing. See? Why do you think he gave us armor? Glory to God, glory to God. He didn't give you armor so you can sit down. He gave you armor so that you can go and possess the land. He told us, occupy till I camp, come. That's a military term. He didn't say hold on till I come. He said occupy. What was done in, in, in that day when occupy was happening is that soldiers would go out and they would claim land and then they would make that land uh, a part of the kingdom that they came from. See, they would go out and enlarge the dwelling place. Occupy. Show them how to live by the rules and regulations of a different kingdom. Glory to God. Occupy. Don't leave them the same. See? Come in and establish a new order. 
Establish peace. Establish blessing. I said establish. I didn't say just look for blessing. I said establish. Blessed is the servant who, when his master comes, finds him doing. Establish. Occupy. Till he comes. Glory to God. Turn to Proverbs chapter 10, verse 6 through 14. See, we're going to have to begin to open up our thinking, open up our mouth, open up our life. I just gave you three steps. Come on, y'all. You open up your thinking, you open up your mouth, you open up your life. That's how you open up your victory, glory to God. See? By saying, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Open your mouth. See? Put the word of God in effect. God is so awesome. He said, if I can just get you to open your mouth, I'll fill it with praise. Because with this praise, I can steal the, uh, stop the avenger. I can steal the adversary. Praise does that. Frustration does not give you the ability to praise effectively. I'll say that again. Frustration does not give you the ability to praise accurately. So then praise should be coming out of our heart, out of our mouth. And that should, because of the promise, change, stop the the enemy and the avenger. Stop them. So then if I'm still saying something about something that was happening yesterday, I didn't allow praise to take place there because praise stops him. Praise gives me the ability to hear what God is saying do next. Hallelujah. Okay? Because the Holy Ghost, one of his job descriptions says that he will show you things to come. So when I'm in that position of praise and worship, then the Holy Ghost can download to me what I should do next, what the things that should come. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 6 says, Blessings are upon the head of the just. What did he crown you with? Glory and honor. That's what's on your head. Blessing means empowered to prosper. In your understanding, your head, in your thinking, he said God just put, did you hear that? Come on. He put an S on that word. He said blessings. Glory to God. Is that what he said in Deuteronomy? He says, if you will hearken, listen to God, instead of listening to the frustrations of, of people that you agree with. He said, listen, hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord your God. He says, when you do that, all these blessings will come upon you and they will overtake you. Okay? And then he delineated what those blessings would be in the next 14 verses. Wow. You'll be blessed coming in, blessed going out, blessed in the city, blessed in the field. The Lord will command his blessing upon you in your storehouses and in all that you set your hand unto. The Lord will set you on high and and cause all the nations of the earth to know that you are called by the name of the Lord. Your enemies that come against you one way, they'll flee before you seven. These should come upon you because you think this way. Blessings are upon the head of the just. But watch what happens. But violence covereth the mouth of the wicked. Violence 
covers our mouth. We say things that we shouldn't be saying. We judge people that we shouldn't be judging. All of those things that you do like that, that is violence. It is violence in the spirit. And that which you do in the spirit is going to be made manifest in your life. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also weep. If you sow to the flesh, you shall of the flesh reap corruption. If you sow to the spirit, you shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. Violence covereth the mouth of the wicked. See, what are you saying? Are you saying things from a negative perspective even over your life? That's violence in the spirit. Okay? You, you, you're saying to God that, that, that you don't believe. Okay? You, you're saying to God that, 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 that things would be better if. Come on. Come on. Come on. You need to take that sentence out of your mouth because things are better when. And my win is not talking about in the future. My win is talking about what Jesus said. It is finished. It was finished then, it's finished now. When? When he said it. See? I'm not talking about things to be better when this, this, and that happens, because he's, all the promises of God are yes and amen. They've already happened. See? So that's the when I'm talking about. When you can get to the law of first mention, then everything from that has to operate from that law since it was mentioned. When? See? Blessings are on the upon the head, upon the head, upon the head of the just. But violence covers the mouth of the wicked. The memory of the just is what? Blessed. So then God says, Jesus said that the Holy Ghost, when he comes, he's going to bring to your remembrance everything that Jesus said unto you. So the memory of the righteous or of the just is blessed. The memory, the thoughts that you have. So if you're still recollecting, huh, I like that word, if you're still recollecting, recollecting things that you didn't like, please stop doing that. Don't recollect them. If you didn't like them the first time, why would you recollect them? Amen. He says, no, I blessed your memory. So go from the power of the blessing that I've given you. The memory of the just is blessed. But the name of the wicked shall rot. The wise in heart will receive commandments. The wise in heart will receive commandments. He didn't just say, we'll look at them. He said, he will receive him. Remember Jesus in Mark chapter 4 when he's talking about the sword that sows the word? He says, the word was sown, and some of them had uh, hard hearts. And so the, the devil came and stole that which was sown. It was sown. But he stole that because they didn't, he, they didn't believe that they were receiving it. They just believed they saw it or heard it or thought about it. He said, the, 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 the what man? The, the, the wise man in his heart will receive commandments. The, the Bible says that God has commanded 
blessing for you. He's commanded, commanded. And the, the man that's smart, heart is wise, he said he receives them. Okay. When you see a, 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 an obstacle, do me a favor. Receive a commandment. Amen. Amen. Don't just receive an idea. Receive a commandment. You know, sometimes we can think that God said something and that was a good idea. I would ra- rather you say that what you heard from God was a commandment. It was the release of power. Come on, see, a commandment is not just something that I got to do because if I don't, I'm in trouble. No, a commandment is that which is uh, the release. Get things done. Be fruitful, multiply. That was a commandment. Subdue, replenish. That was a commandment. See, receive a commandment. Not just, I can't do that no more. No, that was the the Ten Commandments to get them to understand the Word of God was alive, that it was going to prosper them. So then if you receive commandments and stop thinking it from a negative position that you're losing, a commandment is never a loss. That's what it says. It says, my commandments are not grievous. First John says, my commandments are not grievous. See? So how do you think that a command has to come from a negative connotation? He commanded you to be blessed, to be fruitful, to multiply. Receive a commandment. When you get a, an unction from God, operate as if it's a commandment, that this is what I've got to do because I have the power to do it. Remember Jesus, the Bible says when he was uh, going to Calvary, that he says that you can't take my life. I give my life. This commandment have I received of the Father. The commandment was not to die. The commandment was to live. He said you can't take my life. I give it. What are you giving, Jesus? I'm giving my life. The commandment was to life. The thief comes not but for the seal, kill, and destroy. But I am come. Why, Jesus? That they might have life and have that life more abundantly. That was the commandment that he received. Because you see, we look at things backwards. We look at the, the, because the Ten Commandments in our mind was a thou shalt not. That was just a guidepost so that you would then be able to enter into all the blessings that God uh, gave you. Okay, so if you're going to count that way, he gave Ten Commandments of what you couldn't do. There are multitudes of commandments of what you should and can do. Okay. That's why he said, I call heaven and earth to record against you this day. I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, you choose that you and your seed can live. See? Because I was crowned with glory and honor. See? I I wasn't crowned with the I can't. I wasn't crowned with the, I'll never be able to. That was not my thinking. I'm crowned with glory and honor. 
I have commandment to bless. Commandment to bless. Bless, I say, and curse not. I have commandment to bless. When they persecute you, Jesus said, bless. I have commandment to bless. What the world needs is the commandment of God coming out of my heart, being able to be executed in the horizon that he gave me. Every place that my eyes can see. See, he's given me commandment for that. Commandment to speak and decree and declare. Commandment to expand the kingdom of God. Because the increase of his government and of his peace, there shall be no end. I'm supposed to be the one that's establishing that. That purpose to walk in that. So that I can please my father. It's all been covered. This is the plan of God that left nothing broken or nothing missing. All we need to do is to find the, the proper timing. And this is the season because this is the season where he's going to pour out of his spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and daughters are going to prophesy. They're going to release glory because they were crowned with glory and honor. Your way or God's way? God's waiting on you today. Father, we just thank you and we bless you for awakening us in the season that we're in so that we can bring to pass your will in the earth so that we can allow glory, the knowledge of the glory of the Lord to cover the whole earth as the waters cover the sea. Thank you, Father, that you can use us because wherever we step, you've given that to us. And we can then bring glory into that place that there was hurting, pain, anguish, frustration. We can bring glory, answers, and deliverance. Thank you, Father, that as we are awakening to that which you are speaking into our hearts, that we are empowered to release that glory and bring that victory. We give you praise, sir. We give you glory and honor. Committing it to you as done in the matchless name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who is Lord and Savior, and the redeemed of the Lord said together. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Well, <laughs> amen. That's all I can say. Um, as we do all the time, we'd like to give you an opportunity. If you have any questions, we say at the end of the ministry, we give you an opportunity to ask those questions or make those comments. Um, so if there's uh, any questions or comments, area code 678-469-7930. You have the mic. Any questions or comments? 678-469-7930. You have the mic. Go ahead. Go ahead. I heard you there. Go ahead. Anything? A blessing, a blessing, a blessing, a blessing. Yeah. Wow. The, le- wow. the lesson tonight was a true blessing. Amen. <laughs> I appreciate wow. it. Yeah, that's, again, that's what we're here for. 
is to, to, to cause you to wake up to the things that he's called you, and then we can move all the mess in our life, you know? That's just good. Thank you for being on the call. Area code um, 404-563-7829. You have the mic. Any questions or comments about the ministry tonight? Glory to God. Yes. Area code 404. Go ahead. Just wanted to say the ministry was a blessing, and when you talked about um, our pace, is I, I didn't write it down. You said something about our pace, and that it's, it's uh, appealed to me. It's acceptable. Because I would yeah. love to be where you are, but I'm getting there. <laughs> Your pace is acceptable. God's not mad. All I'm doing, see, this is what's so good. Thank you. All I'm doing is opening the door and telling you you can come in. That's all I'm doing. Thank Amen. You. That's all John the Baptist did. He was one that went before Jesus, and he said, I'm, I'm, I'm making the way so that y'all can come in. I'm just opening the door. Amen. Amen. So you don't have to try to walk in my steps again. We, the whole ministry was about not walking in someone else's steps or in someone else's shadow, but walking in the faith that God has given you. That's the whole good thing about it. Thank you for, for just acknowledging that the door is now wide open. Excuse me. Amen. I'm sorry. I, I, okay, I can say that. I opened the door. I'm not the door. Jesus said he's the door. Yeah. Okay. Amen. But Amen. I can open the door of revelation that he's pouring out. So that's all I'm doing. Because the devil has blocked uh, our understanding. He's blocked the flow of revelation. And so I'm just simply going back to the place where Jesus said he's building the church. I'm just simply opening the door. Amen. 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 Thank, Thank you. you for being on the call. Amen. Glad to do it. Area code 773. Nine, I mean, 895 9153. 773 895 9153. You have the mic. Any questions or comments? Oh, can you call me when you get done? Yeah, I can do that. I'll be glad to do that. Okay. So, okay. Amen. Amen. So, I just want to thank all of y'all for, for, for uh, being on the call and, um, hearing the things that, that God's opening us to, that God is inviting us into, because it is such a blessing to do and hear uh, the things of God in our lives. So, um, again, if this has been a blessing to you, then it's no uh, hard thing for you to go and uh, give unto us uh, uh, offerings and, and, and tithes, because it says if I sow uh, spiritual things to you, you should sow of your carnal things to us. So then you can go to the website and uh, livedeliverance.com, find the donate tab, and then allow God to tell you what you should sow here in, in livedeliverance.com. We're only here because of your free will offerings and uh, tithes that you give all of the cyber members. We thank you uh, for being faithful um, in the things that God has, has connected you with so that we can go and, and go and open up the understanding of the people that, that God is uh, making available to us. So you can tell your friends how they can uh, listen and participate in the broadcast here on uh, Monday, Monday evenings through the Internet or just through the, uh, the, the uh, call, um, the number, uh, which is um, 678, excuse me, 646-378-8157. The number again is 646-378. One eight five seven. So then again, until the next time we get together uh, next Monday, may the Lord bless you and keep you. 
May the Lord make his face shine upon you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his shalom. Until next Monday. Love y'all. Be blessed. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.